0: Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. As members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, my husband and I have the chance to meet with our bishop every December, to review our annual donations, and to declare our status as tithe payers. Now, I love this opportunity to be accountable to the Lord about whether we are living his law of paying our tithes and offerings. It also gives me a chance to calculate my income and my tithing to make sure that I have paid everything that I think I have. We pay a full tithe when we pay 10% of our annual increase. Some people think that the law of tithing replaced the law of consecration, which says that men should consecrate all they have to the work of the Lord. But it's not true if someone tells you that we're living a lower law. Joseph Smith received the revelation on tithing in 1838 after praying to the Lord, show unto thy servants how much thou requirest of the properties of thy people for a tithing. This revelation was a standardization of the law of consecration, not a replacement for it. I am so grateful for the privilege of paying tithing because that's what it is. We have the opportunity as members of Christ's restored church to help move the work of the Lord forward. Our money can be used to help build temples and meeting houses. It can support the activities and programs of the church, like stakes, wards, seminaries, and institutes. We can also donate to humanitarian relief, give to missionary funds, and help supply the bishop's storehouse where those in need can go for food and groceries. I was particularly excited a few years ago when the church announced that they were accepting donations online. Now I can just set a reminder on my phone for the end of every month, and then I go online to submit and track my donations. In the book of Malachi, we read the commandment for us all to pay tithes and offerings to the Lord. In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul told the Corinthians, He which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver." This also reminds me of the widow's mite. She didn't pay a large amount of money, but she gave of what she had, she gave what she could, and she gave it willingly. Paying tithing is an expression of love and gratitude to a generous and merciful Heavenly Father. We need to remember that we're not giving him 10%. He's giving us 40%. President Dallin H. Oaks remembers asking his mother when he was a child why they paid tithing when they had so little. She replied, There might be some people who can get along without paying tithing, but we can't. When I pay my tithing, I have the Lord's promise that He will bless us, and we must have those blessings if we are to get along. Sometimes we have this idea that we should receive immediate blessings when we obey the commandments, and sometimes dramatic and recognizable blessings do come. But many of the blessings that we receive for living righteously are subtle. They're often only visible when we are spiritually observant. I love knowing that I am part of a work larger than myself. I have been very blessed and I know that blessings come from living according to the commandments of God. Tithing serves as a perfect reminder that worldly wealth should never be our number one priority. As we learn in the Gospel of Matthew, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.